Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Calling all ambitious women entrepreneurs. Do you have a creative idea you want to bring to life? Has your soul been nudging you to write that book, start that online business, and free yourself from society's rigid box of boring AF expectations? Do you feel that you've been playing small when on a soul level, you know you were born to play big? Are you craving a tribe of like-minded, ambitious souls who believe in collaboration over competition, who will encourage you to reach even higher and dream even bigger, and who will be there right alongside you as you step into the truest, most authentic version of yourself? If what I just said resonates with you, then you absolutely cannot miss the event I am hosting next year, May 16th to 17th, 2020 in the Woodlands, Texas called Own Your Thrive. VIP and general admission tickets are on sale now at thatsmarthustle.com slash ownyourthrive. And if you purchase your ticket before December 31st, 2019, you can save 20%. Just use code OWNIT111 at checkout. That adds up to less than $100 a day for the most epic two days of your life with the most soul-centered people you will ever have the pleasure of meeting in this lifetime. And I know this because it's this community that we've all built together who will be attending. And you guys are beyond incredible. So to all the women who are done playing small, to all the women who are ready to speak their truth and shine their light, to all the women who are no longer available for anything other than a truly exceptional and authentic, passion-filled life, this conference is your golden ticket. Are you ready to own your Thrive? If I were you, I would grab your ticket today because they are going fast. And once we are at capacity, that's it. I've left the link in the show notes for you, as well as that 20% off code. So make sure you take advantage. I am so excited for this event and I can't wait to meet each and every single one of you. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to your brand new podcast episode. Oh my goodness. I have to say, it feels really, really good to be sitting in front of the microphone, (laughs) as it always does. I don't know what it is. Every time I plug my microphone into my computer, there's just this sense of like, ah, like a sense of relief. Like, okay, I can finally talk about this. There's always so many things that I have weighing on my heart, things that just kind of sit on my chest or, you know, on my shoulders. Not necessarily that they're burdens, but it takes me some time to really sort through my feelings and my thoughts and what exactly I want to say about a lot of the topics here on this podcast. And please bear with me because the topic we're going to talk about today is a pretty dense topic. 
it's very, very deep. And I'm actually a little bit nervous to talk about my experience with this because it just happened. And as someone who likes to really gather her thoughts and emotions and feelings and just overall, you know, analysis of the situation, even though I feel like I'm only a few days out of this very dark period in my life, um, I'm feeling so much better and I'm feeling called to talk about it. So this is all about just me connecting with, with the divine feminine, with my intuition and, here's hoping that (laughs) I will be able to express this topic and today's episode in a way that makes sense and that hopefully everyone here listening can understand. So the weeks leading up to this month's full moon, which was in Gemini, and it was on, it was around December 11th, December 12th. The weeks leading up to that full moon were very very difficult for me. I went into a downward spiral that I cannot even, I can't even really put into words. It was, it was actually really, really scary. It was something where I felt completely isolated. I felt like everything was meaningless, like life was meaningless, everything I was doing was meaningless. It was the closest to actual suffering on an emotional and mental and spiritual plane or level, you know, that I have ever experienced. It was it was really scary, it was really terrifying, and I just remembered those weeks leading up to the full moon and even for a few days after the full moon, I think I was in the process of releasing like finally releasing so many old habits and patterns and beliefs. And the biggest one was an identity, an identity of the achiever and the doer, Um, (laughs) which I know sounds, might sound a little bit confusing, but for me, I have always been very much of an achiever. I've always based my worth, like my worthiness and what I deserve on whether or not I earned something. So, and I think that this is such a backwards, or at least in hindsight now, it's such a backwards way of living and looking at things because we, we as human beings here on this planet, we are inherently worthy. We are divine individuals. We have that divine connection with source energy. We are pure love. Our true essence is love. And so, Love doesn't have to do anything. It doesn't have to earn anything. It doesn't have to achieve anything. It simply just is. Love just is. And it is the most powerful force in the whole entire universe. So what was really interesting about this dark spiral that I went down over the past couple of weeks was that there was nothing in particular or nothing specifically that brought it on. It was suddenly just this overwhelming feeling of life is absolutely meaningless. What is even the point? Um, I mean, I wasn't taking care of myself. I, I was trying my best to, you know, to go on walks or to ride my Peloton or to eat healthy. But that was the other thing. Like I wasn't eating anything. I had no appetite. I was sleeping. All I wanted to do was sleep because every time I woke up, I didn't want to be awake. I just wanted to go back to sleep because that was the time where my thoughts just 
dissipated. You know, my thoughts stopped when I slept. And the minute I woke up, I felt like I was consumed by my mind and my ego. And I did so much spiritual research and meditation, and I was constantly listening to certain spiritual teachers and podcasts and going on Netflix to find every documentary, any kind of feel good documentary, because I could just feel myself being sucked deeper and deeper and deeper into this black hole. And it was interesting because I wasn't freaking out about, I wasn't freaking out about it because I knew at some point it was going to end, but it was so bad that I I didn't know what to do. And I felt like every time I tried to do something, (laughs) it backfired on me or the relief or those feelings, those good feelings would only last for a minute or two or maybe for an hour. And then, you know, they were fleeting and they'd be gone again. I'd be searching for, for the next, the next thing to help make me feel good. And it really wasn't until I sat down and sat in really deep meditations and listen to sound wave music, which is like Hertz. And I'm going to say this word wrong, but binaural, binaural, binaural. I don't know how how to say it's B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L, those beats. So you can find them on YouTube and they'll have like, you know, 888 Hertz, and then it'll be like a song or 333, 444. They have all of these different music combinations and these sound waves are supposed to activate different frequencies, different vibrations in your brain. And so I found that like the God frequency and the 888 Hertz, the abundance frequency, oh, these like really just, I feel like saved me because when I listened to these frequencies, I could feel my vibration and how I felt elevating, right? So during this time, not only was I not having an appetite only wanting to sleep. I didn't want to create anything. I didn't want to make YouTube videos. I didn't even want to write. Sometimes even the thought of coming onto this podcast and recording something just felt so overwhelming and like something I didn't want to do. Literally all I wanted to do was sleep. I did not want to be in the waking world. And you might be sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, Kristen, it sounds like you had depression. And um, I think it definitely was a form of depression, but what I have now come to realize or come to figure out is that because it was so spiritually based and because there was no one event or nothing in particular that brought it on, I believe that I just went through something called the dark night of the soul, which is something that a lot of spiritual teachers will talk about. And I remember there was one night where I felt so exhausted trying to figure out what was wrong with me, right? Because whenever we have these negative emotions and these negative feelings and they last for a longer period than we're used to, we start to want to diagnose ourselves. We think something must be wrong and that we need to fix it, right? We want to try to find the solution. And all of those things are are the act of doing something, doing, doing, doing. And so this dark night of the soul for me really taught me. And okay, so it's called it the dark night of the soul, but the time frame it can last varies depending on the person and what kind of spiritual crisis or transformation they're going through. So mine was very long. It lasted for pretty much like a week and a half to two weeks, I would say. Um, I really wasn't even keeping track like I'm telling you, I was sleeping into like 1 p.m. I was going to bed at 3 a.m. My sleep 
was erratic and all over the place and I was just not myself. Um, and that's just like a scary thing because when you have, when your ego is so attached to your identity and that identity is starting to fall away, you lose all semblance of who you are and all semblance of the self. But I now understand why that needed to happen because that identity and that ego, I needed to release the power of my ego and from my ego. I needed to, I needed to embrace my higher self and the spiritual side of things more so than the ego. And I thought I had, but what I realized during this dark night of the soul was that my ego still had complete power over me because I was still concerned and freaking out and worried about these physical material things in our, you know, physical realm, our physical dimension. So the dark night of the soul, the way that it is defined when I went to look it up and understand more about it, because what was interesting was that as I was listening to different podcasts and YouTube videos and documentaries, I kept hearing this phrase, dark night of the soul used. And of course, because I couldn't put the dots together because I was in this really, really dark place, I didn't look at this for days. I, I didn't research it and I should have, but everything happens in divine timing in its right time. <laughs> so... I finally researched Dark Night of the Soul, and the definition of it is it's a period of spiritual desolation in which all sense of consolation is removed. And that is such a wonderful description of what the Dark Night of the Soul is. And again, this period can last longer than a night. It really just depends on the individual and what it is they need to release and let go of in order to ascend spiritually. So the reason I'm sharing this, this story with you and talking about the dark night of the soul is because there was such a profound realization that I stumbled across that I just knew I had to share this story and create some piece of content around it. And I thought, what better way to do that than through a podcast episode? So this might, what I'm about to say, <laughs> which is what I've realized and what I've discovered after, you know, coming out of this dark night of the soul might be hard to digest. It may not fully make sense. And if that's the case, then that's okay. But I just want to make sure I share it for those who do get it and who do understand it. And who knows, maybe it'll unlock or it'll unlock something for someone out there spiritually who may be suffering a very long period you know, of a dark night of the soul. Or if you are kind of going through spiritual transformation or you're along your spiritual journey and you start to suddenly have this, oh my gosh, like life is meaningless and nothing can bring me consolation. What is going on? Maybe, maybe this will help you in the future because I was searching everywhere for something to make me feel better, to help me understand what was going on. And I really didn't find much of anything because it's not something that people really talk about again, because it's such a vulnerable, it's such a vulnerable thing to go through, but that's exactly why I want to share it. So the question that lingered and haunted me <laughs> during my dark night of the soul was, will I ever really be enough? Will I ever really be enough? And, you know, we can say our mantras and our affirmations and say, I am enough and I am worthy and I am deserving of, 
of the life that I want and, and everything that I desire. We can say all of these things and we can say them until we believe them, but you will never be enough because who you think you are is not truly who you are. I'm going to say that one more time. You will never be enough because who you think you are is not truly who you are. And what I mean by this is that all of your memories, all of your beliefs, all of the associations, all of the spiritual and worldly labels, all of the tastes, the traumas, the loves, the hates, the insecurities, the strengths, none of that is truly who you are. And no matter how highly you might regard yourself, no matter how popular or liked or celebrated or lovable you are or think you are, your identity, whatever you're identifying with, for me, it was the achiever. That identity remains a burden. It is a barrier that prevents you from the purest self-realization, which is that you, who you truly are, is an expression of oneness, an expression of source. Your true nature has no name, no form, no identity, no limits. You are everything and nothing at the same time. And that statement right there, you are everything and nothing at the same time can sound really scary. And you think to yourself, what a paradox. How could I be everything and nothing at the same time? And because of our negative association with the word nothing, we haven't discovered the truth, which is that being nothing is paradoxically being everything. Because being empty of your fabricated identity is paradoxically being completely full and whole again. Do you understand that? Being empty of my fabricated identity, being empty of my achiever identity is paradoxically being completely full and whole again back to my truest nature, which is oneness, source, love, God. So viewed in that sense, the word nothing actually is a very positive thing. There's a very positive association there because you have released and let go of all of the old, all of the the fabricated identity, all of that which is not truly you. And so when you are nothing, when you are everything and nothing at the same time, then you are existing, you are being in a state of immense rest, of endless peace and profound liberation. So this right here is the key to opening that final door to true liberation from the belief of I am this or I am that to the realization of I am. So that is the story of my most recent experience with yet another really profound spiritual awakening, which was going through a period of the dark night of the soul. (laughs) And so I really hope that this, this talk, this chat, 
I hope that it was enlightening in some way, that it opened up your mind a little bit, or that if you're starting to maybe feel the same thing, like you're starting to ask these questions, am I enough? And is life really meaningless? And what is my purpose? And why am I here? Whether you are on a spiritual journey or not, I hope that this episode gave you something to think about and something to consider. Like I said, when I finally had this realization and I came to this this understanding of how I just am, I am, it was the most freeing, the most liberating experience that I have ever had. And I am just so happy to report that I... I have shifted away and out of that dark night of the soul. And it's just really amazing how it's just so amazing to watch what the mind and the spirit can do. And when all of that is connected with the body and you can truly connect all of the pieces together, that understanding, because as soon as this realization hit me, it was like everything just opened up again. It was like the light, sorry, (laughs) It was like the light was just finally pouring in from every angle of my life. And I saw the meaning and the non-meaning. And I saw I saw the nothing and the everything in all the things that I was looking at. And it was such a miraculous moment because I can't explain that shift of being so desolate, so so in the midst of suffering and pain and just not understanding and in darkness. It was like being in a dark, dark forest, pitch black. And then finally, the trees, all the leaves fell from the trees and there was this giant moon just above me, just glowing, glowing on me and illuminating everything in front of me, everything behind me, everything that I currently am. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience. And so I wanted to share that with you. So I really, really want to thank you for listening to this episode I would love to know your thoughts on these types of episodes because I know they're a little bit different from what I normally do, but sometimes it feels really good to just come on here and speak my truth, speak for my soul, share these experiences because they are really vulnerable. But again, I create, the reason I create is to serve and to help other people. And so, like I always say, if this episode helps just one person, then I have done what I came here to do. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you more than you know, and I will chat with you in the next episode with love and light. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.